Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quoting the Bitcoin archive. YouTube terminated and purged three Bitcoin channels in just 48 hours with no plausible explanation given. That's right. YouTube unjustly terminated my Bitcoin channel of 1,800 videos, which took roughly six years and 10,000 plus hours to build, roughly six hours per show without any warnings and under false pretenses. I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as WorldCoin Alert. There is a major vulnerability I need to share with you, as well as millennials and Generation Z can decide the 2024 Bitcoin election, according to crypto giant Grayscale. We'll also be discussing top trader predicts a screaming rally for Bitcoin forecasting the flow of fresh capital entering the crypto space. We'll also be discussing a tidal wave of capital could bring the Bitcoin price to $14 million per coin, according to MicroStrategies. Michael Saylor will also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my Rumble channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just tuning in. So let's kick it off. Let's start by watching uh, the market watch. As we can see here, we have the Bitcoin price action currently trading just above 29,000, maintaining this support. We also have uh, checking out CoinMarketCap.com. The market cap currently sitting at 1.16 trillion with about 20 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance on the decline at 48.7% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, Hedera leading the pack up almost 9%, trading at 5.6 cents, followed by XDC up 8%, trading at 7.4 cents, followed by Dash uh, up 4%, trading at $32. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we have XDC and RLB. And then the biggest losers include Hex and PulseX and Shiba Inu. And checking out uh, Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators. We're currently rated a 49 neutral, yesterday a 50, last week a 52, and last month a 55 in greed. So there you have it. And welcome to everyone just joining the live stream. I appreciate your support here on Rumble. As you know, I got deep platform from YouTube and those listening specifically to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify, please visit CryptoNewsAlerts.net and help support me on Rumble as I lost 56,000 YouTube subs 
overnight due to uh, false pretenses. They said my videos violated their harmful and dangerous policy, which we all know is a bunch of BS. You know what I mean? Now let's kick off today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping. The Bitcoin price action continues to stagnate, but those looking further into the future are convinced that this cycle is just like any other. For Garner, activity among the largest volume cohort of Bitcoin investors, which are the whales, is one such cause for optimism. Quitting him here. Whale accumulation trends are a bull market backbone. Garner linked to findings from analytics team Jarvis Labs, which in response uh, shared flagging an ongoing multi-month buying frenzy. That's right. How many of you have been taking advantage of this dip? Put BTFD in the comments. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, it's not just the whales, it's also the smaller investors known as fish have likewise been increasing their Bitcoin exposure and continuing popular technical analyst CryptoCon called the whales diamond hands thanks to their behavior during the current cycle. Where my diamond hands at? Quoting them here, the small investor to whale ratio is full force surging. What does this mean? The investors that have been selling this cycle from 2022 to 2023 are small and the whales are holding. This is powerful for the price, which can be seen in the past when the metric surges. So there you have it. Also says that retail sold this last bear market, which the whales didn't flinch. The wind is at our backs this cycle. This is big. So yeah, we have some uh, good upside potential here. Now, Garner also reiterated the significance of the Bitcoin to stablecoin ratio on major exchange Bitfinex. Quoting him here, Bitfinex whale is important. Bitfinex is the smart money exchange. Bitfinex whales drive short to medium term price action more than any other crypto entity. And when such a bullish Bitcoin price breakout could occur, it remains unknown. Now, bears and other strongest counter argument is summer seasonality, a more potent force than most realize. That shakeout will come, but likely not until September, which would be next month, right? Market should still have weeks to run. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And now I want to break down our next breaking story of the day, the ongoing war against YouTube and YouTube content content creators on YouTube specifically. And uh, yeah, you all know I got my account terminated a few days ago, but guess what? I am not the only one. So let's discuss this right now. Uh, shout out to the Bitcoin Archive who made this post on Twitter, which is already going viral with over 1,100 likes and 360 retweets. He said, YouTube terminated and purged three Bitcoin channels in just 48 hours. No plausible explanation given. Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert's channel was purged of hundreds of hours of Bitcoin content. Crypto News Alerts, which on Twitter, I'm Crypto News Yes, had his channel closed without warning, decision final. And Plamen, an organizer of the Bulgarian Bitcoin conference, had his channel shut down without warning, decision final. And then tagging YouTube and YouTube creators need to reverse this uh, capricious decision ASAP and stop censoring legitimate Bitcoin content. Please show your support and share. And then I posted here, greatly appreciate everyone's support, the war against Bitcoin. Bitcoin via YouTube censorship 
must end. And this morning I also tweeted, Team YouTube unjustly terminated my Bitcoin channel of 1,800 videos, which took roughly six years and 10,000 plus hours to build without any warnings and under false pretenses. It's insanity. And now quoting Plamen, another YouTuber who just got deplatformed for preaching the holy gospel of Satoshi, just like myself. He wrote, for years, I saw YouTube as a partner. Partners grow together. Partners support each other. I didn't expect YouTube to be my friend. They don't want me to succeed at the goodness of their heart. They want me to succeed because this will make them money from the ad revenue. So when my channel got terminated without any notice nor strikes a week ago, I felt betrayed. My partner just stabbed me in the back exactly how I feel deleted three years of hard work in my case six years I won't be able to say any more just watch this clip I already covered why Bitcoin mining doesn't waste energy I won't be able to refer other Bulgarians to my video where I explain why you cannot simply hack the blockchain why decentralization is important it is the utmost importance actually and why proof of work is superior to proof of stake and so many whys answered in the Bulgarian language a language that few people know and even fewer can answer these questions in this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Bulgaria is a small country, I get it, we are not that important, but honestly, does this mean we should be forgotten? I did not, or I did my work, I worked hard, I played my part, disciplined myself, made content every single day, and over three years, I had 400 solo streams and 100 podcasts. In my case, yo, we had an insane amount of podcasts, 1,800 videos, FYI. This content was chopped into pieces, thousands of clips for my audience to watch, future and present, content that helps people understand what Bitcoin is and why fiat corrodes the very fabric of society, why 2% inflation is mandatory for the economy is a lie. And after all this effort, I achieved a miracle. People actually liked and watched my content. Think about it. 23,500 subs in three years in Bulgaria is the same as 1.2 million subscribers in the USA because America has 52 times a larger population than Bulgaria. Not just that, Bulgarians don't usually make any investments. And he goes on and on talking about how YouTube stabbed him in the back. And that's precisely what YouTube did. And he goes on to share if YouTube doesn't unblock my account, I will move forward, I will move past them, and I will never forget how they set me back. The Bulgarian Bitcoin community will continue because Bitcoin is just that important. Amen. How does this make you feel knowing there is an ongoing war between YouTube and Bitcoin content creators like myself and this gentleman from Bulgaria attacking us relentlessly under false pretenses, alleging our content violated their harmful and dangerous policy, which we know is a bunch of BS. Also, neither of us got any strikes or warnings and both of our channels were literally terminated on the same day. That's why I need everyone listening to the pod right now. Head on over to Crypto News Alert net and follow me on rumble because it's uncensored and it's the only way to continue this freedom message of bitcoin and you know spreading this with the masses and i greatly appreciate everyone's support y'all have been amazing to say the least now let's discuss the latest with worldcoin maybe one of the reasons why i got terminated i told everyone to watch out for this when it was launched do not scan your iris and there's massive vulnerabilities and <laughs> a lot of warnings so let's break this down and then we'll continue you. Here we go. Blockchain security company Certic recently revealed a serious flaw that put the WorldCoin system at a serious risk. The system's security and integrity might have been compromised if the vulnerability allowed or operators 
unrestricted access. That's right. Can't make this stuff up, folks. Users' iris information was collected as a part of the WorldCoin Orb activities, necessitating a strong verification process that guaranteed that only reputable businesses are in charge of the operations. Yeah, whatever y'all say. The system's fault made it possible for bad actors to get through the rigorous verification process without fulfilling the requirements and following the usual white hat disclosure process. Certic quickly informed the WorldCoin security team of the vulnerability. Now, WorldCoin provided a patch to address the vulnerability in a prompt manner as a response to the threat. And attacking were, uh, or attackers were unable to exploit the vulnerability due to the swift action taken. But although CertTech acknowledged that the remedy effectively reduced the threat, they chose to reverse further info regarding the vulnerability and its mitigation for later time. This choice was probably intended to stop potential attackers from learning about the vulnerability before most users had a chance to upgrade their system. WorldCoin only published reports on security audits conducted by uh, Nevermind and Least Authority a week prior to the discovery of this vulnerability. These audits sought to find code flaws and strengthen defenses against intrusions. Now, WorldCoin confirmed the alleged flaw, but stressed that it had not been used in any real-world attacks, but that doesn't mean it can in the future, right? They stressed that the vulnerability never provided access to the orbs of data and that the manual review process for creating operator accounts for orbs was never circumvented. Meanwhile, criticism of the potential effects on data privacy and security was made by individuals like the U.S. National Security Agency, whistleblower Edward Snowden, and Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, concerns about the project's potential potential for amassing enormous amounts of personal data that could be used for illicit activities have legitimately sparked serious concerns about the ethical issues surrounding such cutting-edge identification and financial networks. So there you have it, quite alarming to say the least. I am quite sure if you are a, a consistent listener to the show that you have stayed far away from WorldCoin as I've been warning you to do so. This is just one of the many reasons you should not trust them and you should never scan your iris for any crypto project. All you need in your life, honestly, fam, is Bitcoin. It's the only decentralized coin that is not under control and cannot be under attack. I mean, over the past decade, how many times did they try to stop it or censor it? And guess what? They cannot. And there is no attack vector. The code is incorruptible. And Satoshi made it this reason or this way for a reason. So you have to keep that in mind. Now let's discuss the on uh, the next year's Bitcoin election. We call it Bitcoin election because I truly believe that Bitcoin is going to be one of the main catalysts for the candidates who are currently running. Then we'll be discussing a screaming Bitcoin rally, followed by the latest from Michael Saylor and his $14 million Bitcoin price prediction and discussing the latest developments of getting a spot ETF approved in the United States. And then we'll dive into our live uh, Q&A. So let's get this. Yeah, let's break down this 2024 election. And please let me know in the chat who you're most likely to uh, vote for. So here we go. Crypto investment giant Grayscale says that the two younger voting demographics can play a key role in deciding the upcoming 2024 presidential election. The crypto asset manager notes the Bitcoin is trading at its highest level during the American pres uh, presidential election cycle, which is ironic enough at the same time as the having the same year, right? Grayscale says that millennials and Generation Z voters may end up dictating the outcome of the Bitcoin election as they become increasingly concerned with their finances, quoting them here. Our team has been wondering how these trends might be relevant in the upcoming 2024 American presidential election. And this 
this piece was designed to capture our early thoughts. First, Bitcoin is currently at its highest price in an American presidential election cycle. Bitcoin is currently trading above 29,000, whereas the previous election cycle high in quarter four of 2020 was 20,000. And next, and arguably as important, the demographic that has grown to be particularly distrusting of institutions while simultaneously concerned with their financial future could perhaps be the most critical demographic of voters ahead of 2024. And in the 2024 presidential election, young people are projected to become the largest proportion of voters in history, with early reports noting that millennials and Gen Zers will comprise a 44% of American voters next year. And according to Grayscale, the crypto king might be becoming more relevant in politics as prominent politicians such as Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Sleepy Joe, and Kennedy Jr. start voicing their stance on Bitcoin and the broader digital asset industry. Quoting them here, the facts and continued maturation of the Bitcoin ecosystem seem to suggest that Bitcoin is and will continue to be more relevant to an American election than ever before. Facts. And in fact, early political candidates are already starting to share positions on Bitcoin and crypto. And more broadly, we all know that Joe Biden is anti-Bitcoin and pro-CBDCs. We all know that Robert Kennedy Jr. is anti-CBDCs and pro-Bitcoin. We got Marianne Williamson. We got Donald Trump. He thinks Bitcoin is a scam. He's also pro-CBDCs. Ron DeSantis vowed to protect Bitcoin from regulation and is also anti-CBDCs. Then there's Mike Pence. And we also have Vivek Ramaswamy, who says Bitcoin is a decentralized alternative to the dollar. And he believes that CBDCs would pave the way for a social credit system, making the U.S. more like China, which I've been warning you about for a very long time and probably another major reason why my channel got terminated. I've been warning people to stay away from CBDCs and invest in Bitcoin, which is the antidote to the central bank digital currencies. Now, Grayscale goes on to say that the winning president's stance on Bitcoin and digital assets is important since they'll be responsible for appointing the heads of regulatory agencies such as the USSEC and CFTC, quoting them again, a presidential candidate's views on Bitcoin and crypto are important not only because the president leads the country, but also because the president is responsible for appointing the heads of more than 50 independent federal commissions that have influence over various aspects of crypto, including the SEC, CFTC, Federal Reserve, Treasury. So there, you freaking have it. Let me know who you are most likely to vote for. I obviously would not recommend voting for any president who is pro-CBDC, because that's going to lead to the enslavement of the human population, which I've been warning you about for a very, very long time. And also, <laughs> we want a, a president who is pro-Bitcoin, not anti-Bitcoin. And even Trump, he makes it very clear that he does not believe in Bitcoin because it undermines the dollar and he's all about the strength of the US dollar because at the end of the day, he works for the central bankers and the Fed, you know what I mean? And it goes for all the presidents at the end of the day. So it will be interesting if DeSantis or uh, Kennedy Jr. did get elected and they really had a strong stance and they maintain that stance against CBDCs because who knows how much power the president really has. As we all know, Biden is nothing more than a puppet for the elite class and maybe other presidents could be puppets as well. But anyways, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But let me know. And at the end of the show, I'll read everyone's comments out loud. Now for a screaming Bitcoin rally. Let's break this baby down. A trader who nailed the end of the Bitcoin 2021 bull market is outlining when the king crypto could witness a big burst to the upside. Synonymous analyst Pentoshi shares that capital appears to be leaving the crypto markets. However, the trader says the market conditions will likely change in the coming months just before Bitcoin witnesses its next having event 
event, which is now scheduled to be April of 2024, less than nine months out. Quitting him here. Every day, check in stablecoin and total value locked. Every day, stablecoin market cap goes down and the TVL goes down. Most altcoins trend down. When new money? Soon. Think by around quarter one of 2024, Bitcoin is screaming up. Hate to think where we'd be if it wasn't for Sailor, Tether, plus ETF, maybe sub $20,000. And in the meantime, the trader holds a bearish outlook on Bitcoin due to two macro headwinds. Uh, Pentoshi says that the recent rally in the oil market suggests that inflation will once again rear its ugly head. He also expects regulators to hold off on approving spot Bitcoin ETFs. And according to him, the ensuing correction from these two factors could set up Bitcoin for a huge rally once regulators green light a Bitcoin ETF, quoting him here, maybe after the ETF delay plus hot CPI print, fake dump into pump seems likely for later ETF. Spot approval has nothing to do with hope, everything to do with paying attention, which is my job. Have you looked at energy in the last six weeks? Oil is up 24%, which leads to everything going up. We'll either see it this CPI print or next. The Fed is now showing a hot print as well. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And now let's discuss the latest from the Giga Chad himself, MicroStrategy, who is the fearless leader behind MicroStrategy. And it is the first publicly traded company that put Bitcoin on the balance sheet. I know they currently control over 152,000 BTC. And Sailor has has been known for making some very bullish price predictions. So I want to share with you what Sailor has to say regarding the Bitcoin price hitting $14 million. Quoting him here from an interview he did back in January of 2021. And then I'll be sharing some insights from a more recent interview regarding a spot Bitcoin ETF being accepted. Here's what he said in 01 or 2021, I think that demonetizing gold gets you to $500,000. And that's simply pulling all the monetary energy off of the gold rock from gold bugs who believe in a store of value and a safe haven. It's important to note, there are a lot of organizations and a lot of investors that don't use gold as their safe haven. Now they use government debt, sovereign debt. And so cash is a safe haven and sovereign debt is a safe haven. And another safe haven people use as a store of value is index funds, bond index funds and stock index funds like the Russell 2000 and S&P. Now, so all told, I think there's between 300 and 400 trillion worth of fiat instruments. And now at today's date, it's roughly 700 trillion, just FYI. Now, cash, debt, stocks, commercial real estate indices, if you look at all of that, between 50 and 75% is simply seeking a store of value as a container. Like when I buy the S&P index or Vanguard fund, I am not buying it because I equally love all 500 S&P stocks equally in proportion to their market cap. I bought the index because I had a million dollars and I knew if it was cash, it would be debased in purchasing power. And so I needed to put it into something which was going to return more than the economic hurdle rate or the cost of capital. So sailor ballparking between 100 trillion and 300 trillion can seek a store of value in Bitcoin. And that is just in today's money, again, back in uh, 2021. So if Bitcoin were to reach the 300 trillion mark, which sailor outlines, that would bring each Bitcoin to be worth more than $14 million per coin, quoting Sailor again here. So ultimately, the amount of monetary energy in the world that is looking for a safe haven store of value has got to be between 100 trillion and 250 trillion. But why not all of it? Why not 300 trillion or 350 trillion? The total sum of everything, in theory, all monetary energy that's simply looking for a store of value, safe haven index should presumably drain out of real estate, cash, stocks, and bonds and into the Bitcoin network. And as that happens, the price discovery will return to real estate and bonds. The top is more than 100 trillion it is somewhere between 100 trillion and 300 trillion dollars in today's money. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with 
the Giga Chad, the one and only Mike Saylor. And with that being shared, now for his more recent price prediction, he shared in an interview specifically regarding to the BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF and all the recent ETF apps from Vanguard and the likes. This is actually quite uh, interesting as well. So let's break this down. He goes on to share in this interview, it looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved because there is massive political pressure to approve one. The circumstances have changed and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without backtracking on its previous legal and policy guidance. Certainly, there are a lot of Wall Street entities that have vested interests in seeing this happen. For example, if you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset. But there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on in custody arrangement. So a simpler way to do it is simply buy a spot ETF. There are trillions of dollars in capital that is required to invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums and is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars. So there is a lot of capital that can't buy Bitcoin or self-custody the Bitcoin. They don't want to do charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raise $10 billion from public investors, they raised it to invest in securities, but not interested in property or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for institutional adoption. The approval of a spot ETF is a major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement. The engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, and Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous with Wall Street, 100 years of Wall Street. So what you have is Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And if we look out about 12 months, and if I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream adoption of Bitcoin? Well, one of them is clearly a spot ETF. The second is a designation that Bitcoin is an asset class, the recognition of a legitimate commodity. It's a big deal. When Jerome Powell says it's not going away, when Gary Gensler and the head of the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity, digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like, is it a Ponzi scheme or is it a scam or is it tulip bulbs? The difference between tulip bulbs and digital commodity is a zero versus one. I've said it before and I'll repeat it again. If it is not going to zero, then Bitcoin is going to a million dollars. It is either nothing. And if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course, we now know it's not getting banned. There is no way that Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, and Banco Santander all decide they're interested in this. They're not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to one, then the question is, well, if it's an asset class and if it's not going away, well, what's it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world. So 1% drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. So there you have it coming directly from Michael Saylor. And of course, below the show notes in the video, I'll include all of these resources for you to tap into and plug into. And as pointed out here, Wall Street is coming to Bitcoin, spot Bitcoin ETFs and total assets under management, BlackRock, $9 trillion, Fidelity, $4.5 trillion, Invesco, $1.5 trillion, Wisdom Tree, $94 billion, VanX, $78 billion, Global X, $45 billion, ARK Invest, $14 billion, Valkyrie, $1 billion, and Bit wise 1 billion. That's a total of $15.2 trillion. So let's freaking go. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.